Welcome to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. Now, here's dementia care expert Tifa Snow and your host, Greg Phelps. Hello and welcome to the Dementia Care Partners podcast brought to you by Positive Approach to Care. I'm your host, Greg Phelps, along with Tifa Snow. And Tifa, we're still doing cleanup because we have literally hundreds of questions that get sent in, which is nice. It means that people are Mm. aware and wanting to learn. So this one starts out with grieving the loss of loved ones as they progress through dementia. What are the usual stages of dementia? Like where, where do people grieve? Oh, see, that's interesting. I thought you were going to tell, ask me what's the usual process of grieving. Okay. (laughs) So what's the usual state or stages? So this is interesting because um, the general view is you go through stages. And what we at PAC recognize is, and what I know, is that people go in and out of states of awareness and ability. And, and we call them gem states. And we call them gem states because I can be clear and sharp and really on target. And then later that same day, I get foggy and I'm I don't know how I got here and I want to go home and I know I've got dinner to cook and I've got, I I can't, I can't find my car, even though the car I drove here is sitting in the driveway. It's not the one I'm looking for. And then later that evening, I'm back to like, well, why aren't we playing Scrabble? And it's like, well, you said you didn't want to play Scrabble. Well, of course I love to play Scrabble. Well, that's not what you said 15 minutes ago. I mean, so this whole thing about I come and I go, I'm present and I'm absent. One of the things I know is that if you're busy grieving my losses, you're missing what I'm currently doing. And so one of the hardest things to ask people is, I know you need to grieve that I'm changing, but if I'm not grieving, it's not helpful for me for you to be grieving me when I'm right here and I'm still present and I'm different. It would be more helpful if you figured out how I'm different, how I'm the same and what kind of support I need. So this thing about a typical progression pattern, I think it's fake. I've never seen somebody just go level, you know, level one down to level two. Now they're level three. Now you've got level four just consistently going on down that hill. I just, I don't see it. I see people coming and going and flexing and it depends on who's around and what's going on. Well, speaking of that, it's an interesting next question, which was the follow-up. How to discuss your loved one's dementia with relatives and friends? Because Mm -hmm. some virtually disappear. Others become, what do you call them? They're just there all the time in your space, in your face. Yeah. So we have other people who want to be involved or have abdicated being involved. And so how do we talk about what's happening uh, for the person living with dementia and for ourselves? How do we talk about what's going on here? So one of the things that, you know, I usually start with is tell me what you're noticing. What have you noticed? Because I need to figure out for that you know, that relative, what are they noticing? What are they picking up? So you're, you've been spending some time with people. What did you notice? And so, you know, what are they picking up on? And what they say will give me some information about how they're feeling. Like, are they grieving her loss? And they're there, but they're there in a way that's going to aggravate or offer a lot of sympathy. And, you know, frankly, Tipa's not a big sympathy friend. 
I mean, it's like, yeah, either you figure it, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry that you're sorry. This is sorry. This whole situation is sorry. Well, just get on out. Leave me alone. Because my, this is a my reaction to a lot of, oh, Teep, are you doing okay? I'm fine. If I'm fine. And if I'm, I'm having a hard time finding stuff. Well, don't worry. Don't tell me not to worry if I tell you I'm having a hard time finding stuff. You know, that's not helpful. Quit whining. Never mind. Get out. I'll look for it myself. So, you know, I think knowing about your person is one thing, but helping relatives who want to help figure out where they are first. I mean, it's hard to put them in a, in a good space to do something until you know who they are and what they got to offer. So like, Greg, if you were going to visit me and you were a relative, what do you know about me that would make it more pleasurable for you to be with me, whether I have dementia or not? What could you do? Well, I, I probably people would pay me not to, but I know that you do like to sing, ah. and, you know, and, and I do know you're very rhythmic. So, you know, I, I start out with some base of knowledge. I know that at present you enjoy photos and casual discussion. Okay. Will that be the same when I visit you? I have to be prepared to switch apparently. Yeah, but if you brought a few pictures, because I've always commented every time we've gotten together in any way, shape, or form, I'll go, ooh, now where'd you take that one? You know, that's always been a curiosity. So if I'm I'm curious about pictures, bring a few that you've maybe showed me before even, and come with a few songs, because you, you're pretty aware I'll sing just about anything, and I enjoy singing, and I enjoy music. So come with a couple of things that you know, will tend to stand in good stead, even if my dementia progresses. And I am in a different place because music and visual cues tend to be, and you pick two good ones, frankly. Now, this next part of, of, of this question set that we have is one that when I read it originally, I, I cringed a bit because it was somebody asking how to reframe for those who inquire about my loved one with dementia as if she was dead. Hmm. and. Uh, that actually made me, you know, yeah. because I think I've witnessed it. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, like, how is she doing? It's like, well, she's right here. I mean, she ask. I mean it is. It's sort of like they're present, but not present. It's so like she's in the casket. It's like, no, she's right there sitting in the chair. And it does feel really uncomfortable because it feels like you're talking about me when the person I'm here. So why are you acting like that? And so, I mean, frankly, some people will say, well, I don't know, ask her, how you doing, Tifa? <laughs> Just turn and say, well, how you doing? And it's like, well, I'm okay. What's she asking about? Well, she wants to know if you're okay. Well, I'm fine. How are you? You know, that idea of bringing me into the conversation rather than allowing that to continue. So you're wanting to know how Tifa's doing. Well, let's ask. Tifa, how's it going? Here, here, or here. So I gave a thumbs up, a thumbs neutral, or thumbs down. And it's like, well, I think I'm okay. How do you think I'm doing? And I, you know, so in that moment, we're a triad. You're not allowed to treat me as though I'm not able to be part of this. And even if it's this time, let's see, I'll say, well, how's she doing? And Greg, I'm with you. So go ahead and say what we were talking about. So mm. I said, how's she doing? How's she doing? Yeah, yeah. So 
it, it's so so greg's not going to take the bait he's <laughs> not going to say so well, i was looking at my watch how are you doing i know he's looking at the watch and i'm trying to get him to go deeper and he's ready to move on see this is the thing sometimes we have to figure out where we're going with this so go ahead greg lead me on so uh, another one that uh, this person was asking was the anger that sometimes goes with dementia. I didn't know whether that was from the person with the dementia or whether that was with the care partners. They didn't specify because uh -huh. they're separate subjects, to get, they're well, the same but know, different. I mean, really and truly, if, if we don't ever get angry, I don't know who we are because I think we might be fooling ourselves if this condition doesn't anger us every now and then. If I've just done something and then someone else undoes it, I mean, I'm sorry, that's either frustrating or, oh, what in the world? How did this happen? And that feeling that I get, it's real. It's just like, what the heck? That wasn't what I thought was going to happen, or I wouldn't have left it like that. But it's also the possibility, get your hands off me. Get, I can do this. And the frustrating part is, you know, I can't do this. But what you have to listen to is my message of, I don't want your help right now. And my rejection is sort of painful because you see that I need help. But in that moment, if you keep pushing, it'll go from irritated to full out angry to potentially raging because I don't feel like you're listening to me. And that is probably the most risky thing we can do is not listen to one another when yep. we're expressing emotions. You, you have some sort of a scale, risky, dangerous. Can you run through that for us? Because that's what people yeah. really should try and take into account. Yeah. Is what I'm experiencing, is it annoying? And is it sort of irritable? I'm irritated, irritated by it. Is it risky? Like it presents some element of risk either to me, to the other person or to the situation, the environment that we're in, or is it truly dangerous? It's dangerous to the individual. It's dangerous to me, or it's dangerous. I mean, it literally is dangerous in this setting. Um, it puts somebody in harm's way. And unless it's dangerous, it's risky. And risky means you don't need to do something right then. You need to be aware of it and you want to consider what your options are, but you don't need to act in an emergency state because it's not an emergency. And if it's annoying, you need to acknowledge, wow, this is getting on my nerves. And this is really bothersome or it's really bothering them. So we need to change something, but let's Let's figure it out before we start just shifting things without thinking, because rarely will we hit the right spot if we're busy moving furniture on the Titanic. Tifa, thank you very much, as always. Thanks, Greg. I think. You've been listening to the Dementia Care Partners podcast brought to you by Positive Approach to Care. For more information on today's program or any other information related to dementia, simply open your browser and type in tipasnow.com.